0: Welcome to the sermon podcast of Resurrection Community Church in Virginia Beach. We seek to connect people to God and one another through His Word, and hope this sermon brings you closer to God. We learned that last week that Jesus is the glory, and today we'll see how His glory plays out, uh, taken from um, John 13, verses 1 through 17. So... Let's read today's passage. Uh, well, I'll read it for you. Now, before the feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of, his, out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given him all things, Into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God. Okay. Uh, Yeah, thanks. Jesus rose from supper, he laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel tied it around his around his waist then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him he came to simon peter who said to him lord do you wash my feet jesus answered him what i am doing you you do not understand but now but afterward you will understand A servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, Son, Jesus, and Holy Spirit, God, uh, may you be the one who speaks through us through your word today, this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the freedom and the access that we have to it and and this space and and in this time even god thank you because in you god we have freedom uh, to meditate freely and 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 to keep learning what you have for us god may you help us apply what we're about to learn uh, open our ears open our eyes to what you have for us Prepare to god in jesus name amen amen all uh, right what we do if you knew today was your last 24 hours right here. Maybe you would buy or rent uh, an exotic sports car and just go all the way on 264 or damn and just as, as fast as you want because it's your last 24 hours. Maybe you would eat all the ice cream and cookies that you've been wanting to. Uh, maybe it is Writing letters to your family and sitting by the ocean. You name it. I don't, I don't, maybe, I don't know, but as for me, and I don't think any of us would wash each other's feet if it was our last 24 hours. But that's what Jesus did. During his last 24 hours, Jesus took his outer garments and grabbed the basin, filled it with water took a knee and washed the disciples' feet. There's uh, many things that are happening right here, including Peter's comment, what Jesus says, and how Jesus does it. So we're gonna go through this passage little by little because there's a lot of things and and we're gonna go through the uh, through the passage and we're just gonna see how God gives us the example that He tells us to to be uh, to to follow. Okay, um, He tells us uh, He's the, He's a He's a humble uh, Lord and Master. He He's uh, um, He points us to the to the to the to the sacrifice that, that He's about to do. He points us to the server's service that he that we're supposed to uh follow as well and and the submission that he that he does um so we're going to we're going to see those three points we're going to see the humble sacrifice of God we're going to see the humble service of Jesus and we're going to see the humble submission of Jesus as well and all of them um we we are called uh to do as his followers so it's 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 uh, John does not recite the Lord's communion, the Lord's supper, uh, explicitly as the other Gospels, but we can we can tell that this was right after the Lord's supper, that right after communion, right after he broke the bread and said that this is my body and this is my blood, because um, of the key point that says during supper, and. Next, and he rose from supper. So right after he has said this, and we can see all the way from chapter 13 all the way through chapter 17, just uh, this beginning and this long discourse, this long dialogue of just how Jesus is talking to his disciples and letting them know lesson after lesson after lesson for them to follow, for them to understand, and for us even today to reflect on before he was betrayed, before his way to the Emmaus road, uh, to the road uh, road to Calvary, where he was going to be sacrificed, uh, crucified, and and be our perfect sacrifice. Jesus took took off his outer garments, took a knee and washed his disciples' feet even after knowing that he had all the power, knowing that he was going, he was coming from God and going back to God. He took away his pride and grabbed the towel. (laughs) It's like, I mean, God, Jesus doing that. It's like, maybe in today's terms, maybe the queen of England, uh, you're announced, the queen of England is coming to your house. And you're responsible of making dinner for her and her guardians. You guys have dinner? Uh, for, first of all, I'm, I'm sure you would you'd be like surprised. and like, what? The Queen of England coming to my house? But then you're even more surprised when you learn that she wants to wash the dishes for you. You'd be like, no, no, no. Um, and we'll get to that, uh, uh, to that, uh, to that example of, as to how Peter uh, response kind of like that, in that way of just a uh, shocking and, and almost horrified tone that Jesus wants to wash his feet. So Jesus just takes away his pride. Well, Jesus shows us that he does not have any pride and takes out, takes out his outer garments, knowing that he's got all the authority, all the power in the world. And that's a that's a that's a sacrifice that he did, and that we are supposed to follow. Um, I'm sure some of us are in some kind of a uh, have some kind of power, some kind of uh, of authority in our respective jobs, and I wonder what it would mean for us to take out our 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 outer garments, take off, uh, I guess that hat, and. Take a knee and wash our neighbor's feet. Are we willing to do it? And it's interesting how what Peter says to Jesus, he's shocked. Lord, do you wash my feet? And Jesus rightfully told him, you know, right now you do not understand, but afterward you're going to understand Uh, next thanks. and then jesus says i mean peter says you shall never wash my feet in the greek there's two negatives and in peter's comment right there so in english it's we cannot have two negatives in a sentence but we can it's going to sound weird but that peter's response could be uh, understood as you shall never ever wash my feet just like to understand and see how Peter, just the history that he has of just being outspoken and and taking the lead, I guess, sometimes of just bluntly saying, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus, uh, Peter right here, he, uh, he already understood who the Lord was. He already understood... Um, who Jesus is, but I guess there was a little bit of a problem still going on of understanding that his status, his call, his identity is also to be a servant of God. And I, how dare him, you know, um, respond to what Christ is doing? But you know, sometimes we do that. Sometimes we we also respond back to God and like, really, God, <laughs> um, you want me to do this, or uh, you're not responding. Uh, in this manner that I wanna uh, uh, see it, but uh, God has bigger plans than us. And for that, he's worthy to be trusted. So I guess a little lesson right here from uh, the the sacrificial act of the, well, I was gonna say the minor sacrificial act, but it's uh, uh, before the major uh, sacrificial act of Christ uh, performed at the cross here of washing his disciples feet is recognizing ourselves first, as servants of God, before before recognizing who, who Jesus is as our master and our Lord and our savior. Uh, I think before accepting the sacrifice of Jesus, we need to first accept him as our master and recognize where we really stand both as his sons and daughters, and at the same time as his servants. Um, are we willing to accept uh, Jesus as our master? Are we willing to accept the sacrifice of Jesus? Are we willing to accept the service that he's, willing, that he's doing upon us? Um, or are we gonna respond like Peter, you shall never Wash my feet, but we see Jesus saying, "If I do not wash you, you have no share with me." As soon as he understood that, Peter just like, "Okay, I I do want to have a share with you. Therefore, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. He just wanted to be bathed in like all." Um, but Jesus um, responded to him, uh, "There's no need for that because the one who has Bath does not need to wash except for his feet but it's completely clean and you are clean but not every one of you the last sentence of jesus right there uh he is speaking about our uh, speaking about their, his disciples hearts his disciples intentions um because of what john says afterward that makes us understand like what does it mean that not everyone of the jesus disciples are clean and He's talking about Judas, Judas had the intention to betray, and we we are only able to know that because of what John uh, tells us. It's kind of like giving us a little bit of context and bringing us back into the situation in the present moment so once we um, once we accept ourselves as servants, once we learn from Peter's mistakes, once we learn that we can submit ourselves and accept the service that Jesus has to offer us, we can, we can follow him and we can um, be in his steps. And, and, and just like Jesus, the leader of leaders, um, he was Uh, willing to serve his neighbor, willing. He was constantly serving his neighbor, constantly serving his disciples. And we see right here uh, a very lowly position. Back in the day, over there in the ancient Near East, uh, the servant, the slave, was the one who was supposed to wash your feet, not the host, not the master, not the teacher. Um, It's just culture, tradition, Part of the stat, uh, status over there, and still here. Um, I'm not sure how many of us have a maid, um, but um, I can perceive that uh, if we had one, I mean, we would treat her right or treat him right. And but the servant has a has a, a status a position. We can see this. And uh, maybe in restaurants, Um, you know, there's uh, different jobs. Uh, There's a dishwasher, which is a very important job, Um, but not everyone wants to be a dishwasher. But uh, I guess the owner of the restaurant would not take that, would not tie a towel and take on the dishes, Um, but would just like simply um, delegate delegate it to someone else or hire another dishwasher. But Jesus is right here teaching us that even if we're the owner of a restaurant, we and there's a need for a dishwasher, we need to, we need to be willing to serve and take the towel and wash our, our, our neighbor's feet, wash the dishes, um, uh, take the initiative on, on things that need to be uh, the where needs need to be met. That is what Jesus calls us to be as leaders because that is the way of God's kingdom. That is the way of, of God. It's, um, it's not, it's totally against the ways of the world. Uh, Romans says, uh, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be renewed by your mind. And Jesus is renewing our minds right here through this passage, that the way up is down, that um, the world teaches us to, to work hard, to play hard, to get to the next level. And that's true. There's nothing wrong with that. But let us not get uh, uh, lost with that. Let us not get lost in that and, and never look down. Um, There needs to be a balance, and and just how Jesus is teaching us right here by being the perfect leader, where he is willing to serve his neighbor. And 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 to the point of washing his neighbor's feet, his disciples' feet, and he's able to do that because of the freedom that he has. He's able to do that because he's got royal freedom. And he imparts that royal freedom on us to understand that the way up is down, to go against the ways of the world. Because once we understand the truth of who we are and what, what we're here for, uh, we're able to exercise our freedom freely. Our identity is us servants that's the status in our identity that we're going to take in the afterlife Uh, we'll be serving christ uh, so we can start um fulfilling that purpose even right now um unlike unlike um self-help books uh i'm not going to mention this book but it's it's a book that just um, um Let's you know what your purpose is in this life. What is the purpose uh, of my life? What is the purpose in this world? Um, and I don't think the book mentions service at all. Uh, it's just very self-centered, and and I guess the the only self-centeredness that we need is uh, understanding who we really are, and in Christ. Um, but. Uh, God allows us to see that freedom. God breaks the chains of uh, what the world imparts in us that we, we, don't, we no longer in Christ have to hide, hide behind uh, statuses of who's the best, hide behind of um, things that are not according to God's ways. And So that is a humble service of Jesus that he teaches us, that we are able to exercise with the freedom that he imparts in us. And there's also a submission that he embodies in respect to the father and shows us to us. Jesus is really telling his disciples to serve one another in humility, rather, rather than seeking preeminence over one another. Having the authority over, uh, having the authority in anything and still serving doesn't mean we limit ourselves, but it means we have the freedom to choose to sacrifice, to serve, and submit our entire selves for the kingdom of God. So like Peter, we need to um, let, us, let us reflect, let us, uh, let us receive the, the service that God has for us. Let us acknowledge our role as servants, the, the service that we can offer with our positions, with our, our, our talents, with our skills. And let us also share with our, our family and neighbor with the royal freedom we have in Christ. There's, um, uh, next, there's another slide at the end of the passage. Um, one more? One more. Um, that is just uh, an image um, that I got from the web, just to depict how Jesus was. Um, without his outer garments, um, he was not comfortable. And right there, we see the basin, and we see him about to wash one of his one of his disciples' feet, and that is. Um, the ultimate service uh, he he can show us um, the second ultimate, the cross dying for us, laying his life for us is is the ultimate. Um, one more. Um, and to summarize to summarize how Jesus' sacrifice is one to embody, Jesus' service is one to follow, and Jesus' submission is also one we need to identify with. Uh, it comes from a uh, the- German theologian, Ernst Henschen, um, that says, food washing manifests the willing self-abnegation of the Lord and Master. In other words, his utter devotion and love. In accordance with the will of the Father, Jesus was not there for his own sake, but for the sake of those whom the Father had given him. To be there for the sake of others is the love that Jesus claims to his disciples as a new bearing of fruits, as indicated in John 15, eight, one more. The love that is utter devotion gives life its true content for the first time and in a an curious way. All other forms of human behavior, the quest for pleasure, the desire for fortune, striving for power, all this finally leave life empty. Only the water of the love that is utterly devoted can quench the thirst of man. This love gives life its purpose even if one must die for it. Whoever so loves with them will the Father and Jesus commune. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for this word that you've given to us, God. God, I I do pray that you may give us a time and give us a understanding Holy Spirit to reflect in this passage and reflect that your humble services, your humble services is one that is still going on today, God. May we accept it, may we accept it and not respond back. May we accept, and, and even with excitement, as Peter um, responded, may we accept it in its fullness, Help us, Holy Spirit, apply this word to our lives. And may you keep teaching us more things uh, from this passage, God. I I know there's more right here, God, that you're able to speak to us in different ways, God. So I pray that this may be true. And maybe may may you also protect everyone right here, God, as we continue with our days, our day and our week. Thank you for being a loving father. Thank you for sending your son and, and going the extra mile, God, for us. Keep being with us, God, and thank you for all the reminders and especially the freedom that you've given us in Christ. May this be a reality uh, to us. In Jesus' name, amen.